Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I am Dana and I am joined here by Gus today. He wanted to co-host with me the intro for our latest episode, which is featuring someone extremely special in my life. It is Doug, my partner, Dougie Fresh, as a lot of you all know him. We are going to venture into a super deep conversation about masculinity and being the male in a spiritual relationship. And I think it's very interesting to get his side of view on things. And you will see a different side of Doug that you may not have known before. Um, if you have joined us on our Instagram live sales, you know Doug can be so goofy and so fun and just definitely brings a lighthearted, childlike wonderment to the live cells that we have on there. But in this episode, you're going to see a different side of Doug. You're going to see him go really deep and be introspective. And he's so honest. And I'm just so grateful that he was able to open up for everyone. You will get a little detailed look into our life and our relationship and we also take your questions and we answer them. And it was just so much fun. And I just want to thank everyone for being here. If this is your first episode with us, welcome to our beautiful crystal and spirituality-based community. This is a safe place to talk about it all. And I just want to ask if you feel called to do so, just take literally one minute out of your day, rate and review us on Apple Podcast. That is such a wonderful way for us to expand and bring on more guests, or you could rate us on Spotify. Um, just for those who may not know, we are on all types of social media, bringing you education and the social media spheres. We are on Instagram at Our Mother's Crystals. We also have a page just dedicated to the podcast in the YouTube channel called The Crystalline Network on Instagram. We are also on TikTok. We are on Twitter, Pinterest. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group as well. Also new to Our Mother's Crystals and The Crystalline Network is an Amazon storefront. So for those of you that are always asking me, what are your favorite card decks? What was that book that you told us to read, Dana? And just all the metaphysical wares and things that have helped me along the way on my spiritual journey, I have now put it in all one little simple place for you to enjoy. And it's our Amazon finds, and you can find that in our show notes under the link tree link. So have fun with that, guys, and I hope this new year is treating you well and you are finding that you are in a very blessed spot as you are listening to this or viewing this. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I love you guys so, so much. Enjoy! Welcome to the Crystalline Network, presented by Our Mother's Crystals. This is a safe place for all those who wonder and wander about crystals, spirituality, all things metaphysical. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I'm Dana, your host, and as you can see, if you are joining us on the YouTube channel, I have a very special guest in the house. This is Dougie, Dougie Fresh. Woo, woo, woo. 
Doug, for those of you who do not know, he is my partner in life. People would label you as boyfriend, but yeah. I always say partner. It just feels better to me. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I just resonates more with me to say partner. And uh, we are going to embark on a conversation today just about you, Doug. Oh, God. I, I feel like everyone wants to see Doug more than they want to see me. I swear. Like everyone, wait, where's Doug? How's Doug doing? Literally, that's always the conversations I'm having with the the Crystal family members on Instagram and things. So we are going to talk today just about Doug, beautiful Dougie Fresh, (laughs) um, known for his iconic peach. For those of you who have may not have joined us on our Instagram live cells. And I also just want to touch on like, spirituality between a couple and you are our first masculine male guest so yay yeah props to you for being here and for being open to talk with everyone and I also want to touch on just how being in the masculine and supporting a spiritual partner and then how that, you know, how I can do that for you and so on and so forth. And then we have some really, really fun questions from you all. So I had put up in the story section on our Instagram page questions that you wanted to ask Dougie if he was ever to come on the podcast or the YouTube. And so we're going to have those two quick fire off at you too, Doug. Yay. And he doesn't know what any of them are. So this is going to be really, really fun. fun. So I think just so people can get to know you better, babe, like just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do right now, and then, you know, kind of where you're going because it's really fun. I'm really proud of you. Well, uh, start off, uh, of course, I'm Doug. Uh, I am a Scorpio. I'm a double Scorpio, actually. Uh, We're going to get into that. Uh, Yeah. I am... You're a true Scorpio, through uh, and through. Laid back, in a sense, in a lot of ways. Definitely uh, chill. But, of course, you know, I can uh, always sting you. Yeah, he has the sting of the scorpion, for sure. Uh, I I have uh, witnessed that before. Let's see. <laughs> uh, what are you doing right now? So, ha- how about you tell them how you help me in the business first, and then... Okay, well... Because uh, some people are new here, and they don't know. Of course, uh, with the packing, the invoicing, which I never do the invoicing. I he won't touch the invoicing, but he does about 90% of the packing and shipping of all of our orders. Uh, with that, uh, of course, uh, trying to help on the back side of things with uh, inventory, yeah. unboxing... Price and inventory. Uh, and you help me pick things out, yeah, too. That. Uh, so a lot of your crystal babies that we have on our mother's crystals, um, a lot of those are chosen not by, by you, not just by me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you uh, have your hand in that. You want to talk about Doug's Hour? Uh, Doug's Hour. Well, it all started back several years ago when I made a few candles for a few of our early on clients yeah uh and i sent them some candles for free and wanted their feedback and they gave me great feedback and was like this is something that you should look into providing for everybody yeah so i went down that little rabbit hole of going back and forth with myself on doing it and then 
Dana, of course, urged me to do so. Well, and just to, like, keep you creative and yeah. to, like, get in your creative flow <clears throat> and um, supporting that, that side of you. I think that's one way of you being very creative. And I think it's very important to yeah. be creative, you know, in everyday life. Absolutely. Uh, and then it just kind of went from there. Do you want to talk about what they are? So it's candles and uh, wax melts. Wax melts. Uh, made out of? 100% soy wax. Yeah. Hand poured by me. Uh, yeah. All crystal and sage infused. Sometimes I, I use uh, lavender. Sometimes it's very, very <laughs> seldom, but uh, sometimes I do that. But uh, yeah, I'm, and I'm grateful that so many people like the product yeah, that I make. They are wildly popular, and we have a lot of people are like, how can I get more candles? How can I get more wax melts? And um, they are made um, by Doug here in the house, so they're made in small batches, you know, due to time, and he puts a lot of love and care into them, and so we sell those on our Instagram live sales or the story sales as well. I do have a little um, bit of those up on the website, but they sell out like super fast. Yeah. But they are crystal infused and full of love and, and you Absolutely. do such a great job and you have got a, a huge wide variety of people that like they're addicted to, to them now. So. so all the burns and the uh, spills and everything, yeah. uh, the bloopers <laughs> on the back side of it is very well worth it to me when I get reviews mm. from, you know, so many people saying we love this. Please continue to do this. Make this scent, this and this and yeah. this. And, so I'm, I'm grateful. And you're very creative in other ways as well. One is your attire. I think you are so creative with how you dress. And for those of you who may not be familiar with us, I have Doug dress me <laughs> most of the time. So I have a lot of people ask, where did you get uh, maybe your shirt or, you know, your pants or whatever you're wearing? And I can almost... I would say 99% of the time, Doug has bought it for me or, or you put it together for me. Like yeah. I'm like, Doug, go to this website, go to the store, whatever, and just pick me out whatever you like. And he does that. And he literally dresses me. I mean, I pick some things out from time to time, but yeah. you are like my guru, my fashion guru. And I think it shows in your everyday attire as well. And I think you have such a a great way to express yourself in that way. I, I just, uh, for me, I just kind of throw things together. You like, say that, but it always works. Like, no like matter. you're the one person, like Doug could put overalls with, I don't know, a freaking tank top. I don't know what it would be, but um, he will pull it off. He's just one of those people. He, you People have style. And he's one of them. Like, you just have that sense of style. Like, you are, you're literally Dougie Fresh. That is why you got the name Dougie Fresh, because you're always fresh. Mm, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't see it that way. Like, I, yeah. you know, yeah. I see it as I just go to the closet and kind of mesh <laughs> things together, regardless if it matches or it doesn't match or just if it's wild, I it's just, I don't know, it's just me. I totally think you missed one of your callings. I feel like you should be a personal stylist. I think that you, like, you have that within you, and I think people would pay you to do it. I, I mean, I'm lucky enough I don't have to pay you to do it, but yeah. 
Um, you definitely have that in your soul. And I have I, been told that a few times. Yeah, before. yeah. Uh, and another way that you're really creative, which is now something new that you're embarking on, is barbering. Correct. So you're in school right now. Tell us about that. Well, uh, I know all about it, but they don't know. Let's see. Well, it all started years ago. I've got several buddies of mine that are barbers, and uh, I kind of like always want to keep myself together, regardless if I'm, you know, ugly, pretty, or whatever. I just <laughs> kind of like you want to be fresh. Yeah, I want to be well groomed, and uh, and just watching them over the years and how good they are and it's art form and, mm-hmm. it is an art and you know i'm meticulous on yeah you're keeping, you're very ocd yeah. about things you're very particular very meticulous with lines and and things of that nature and Correct. just everything has to have its spot and mm-hmm. he's very ocd that way and i can't think of a better profession to get into for you than to be very meticulous with your artistry and shaping beards and hair and, and things and when will you be done with school uh well, I've calculated it uh, with my graduating hours to be done sometime early in April. Yeah, and I'm real excited for you because you have been on a journey <laughs> to this spot. And I want to congratulate you because a lot of people might not know the backstory into how you actually kind of made the decision to get into barbering. And I want to talk, talk about that because I... Okay. You might disagree with this, but I feel like that's part of your spiritual journey and your spiritual awakening Mm -hmm. was the fall. I call it the fall. The fall. Do you want to talk about the fall? She's not speaking of uh, the season. That's right. It it was a a literal physical fall that, in my eyes, put you on your ass to make you really, truly think about what are you doing with your life and where do you want to go from here and how a place was no longer serving you. Correct. Do you want to ta- speak on that? on that? Yeah. Uh, so at, as far as spiritual awakening within yourself, you know, I'm a big believer and it happens over time. It's not necessarily just one moment. Mm-hmm. And do you have moments in your life where you feel like you awakened to a certain extent? Uh, I do. I have uh, awakenings, epiphanies, you know. This is going to be so interesting because I don't know if I personally know all the ones for you. So I go to the fall. Yeah. Was was there anything before the fall, though? There was things before the fall that kind of like little pings and tings Mm -hmm. from the universe, the gods. Do you feel like your mom was part of that? I feel like my mother was a big part of that. Yeah. So for those of you who do not know, Doug's mother is on the other side in spirit. I never got a chance to meet Doug's mother, which is really sad because I feel like me and her would have really just grooved and like we would have got along so well. My mom was a, my mom was a hippie. Yeah. So I already know I would Uh, (laughs) get along with her. But can you can you speak on like those little pings and those little tings you got along the way? And the reason I want to is just because I feel like other people that are going through a spiritual wake, awakening, they might relate to it. And they'll be like, oh, my gosh, you know, I experienced that, too. That lets me know, yeah. you know, what I'm experiencing. Well, when I would be having like an off day, mm-hmm. like and I would catch myself having an off day, whether it be my attitude or mm-hmm. 
just not wanting to apply myself at work and whatever whatever I was doing. Yeah. I would kind of like ask my mom, Mom, give me a sign that you're here. Let me know that, you know, you're right here with me. And yeah. I would get signs from my mother. And How beautiful. You know, it kind of made me realize, hey, you know, you're not alone. Yeah. You're never alone. And they're never truly gone. They're just gone in physical form. But Exactly. The soul yeah. lives on and they're all around you just to kind of open your eye to seeing that or feeling it. And I'm curious, do you feel like you were closed off to that before? Your I mom's feel passing? like for many years after my mom had passed, I was closed off about a lot of things. Yeah, a lot it was of so deep, deeply yeah. moving and grief, you know, it was so hard for you. And I feel like I was just real, like, kind of bottled up. Yeah. Kind of like I didn't show my, you know, emotions. You had your shield on. You had your armor on at that point. And I had that bubble to where, like, if anybody was to say anything about my mother, like, mention her, I wouldn't want to really talk. Oh, yeah. I I would push it away, like, yeah, I don't want to speak with her. I don't want to bring up, you know. And so you feel like you just so simply asking for the signs made you awaken a little bit to your spirituality. I love that. You know, there was times like, like at my old job, I would ask her, am I going to move up in this company? I've been here this long, this long. And, you know, I stepped out of my comfort zone and went for a position that I was, you know, more than qualified yes. for. And would have been my supervisor if I got that position, wanted me to have the position, but it didn't go in my favor because mm-hmm. kind of like politics. And it was, speaking of this place, because this is going to transition into the fall um, that transpired, you had been given many... I would say signs that this is not the place for you Correct. in that, that job. And, you know, I think we all get in that mindset of, <clears throat> well, I've done it for so long. It's the comfort zone. It's yes, exactly. It's comfortable. I feel safe here. Mm-hmm. This is security for me, my family, my mm-hmm. life. And we totally disassociate with all of the little signs of, our happiness and our well-being because mm-hmm. a lot of times we put our um how successful we are in, in front of just our own happiness yeah and um, i feel like like you at that job because i was with you at the end of that of that um that place of employment you were just you're so unhappy there like you always had something negative to say about the place so like you just mm-hmm. weren't happy I wasn't happy with, obviously, the way, not just myself, but other, like, co-workers were always treated. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong, money money was great. Yeah. Benefits were great. You know, and being a a 15-and-a-half-year senior at that company, you know, I was seasoned. You know, I was grandfathered into many things. Yeah. 
you did a lot of different things there. And so do you want to talk about the fall and how that kind of leads you more into your spiritual awakening? So, yeah, uh, January of 2020, before COVID had even... COVID was, like, they hadn't shut down yet. It was kind of like coming out, like there's this virus and, yeah. Uh, I went in to work early that morning. I would go in and I would be there at 4 a.m. working Mm -hmm. until 4.30. Yeah, uh, I remember that. (laughs) Daily for six days a week. And uh, I remember quite vividly having a conversation with a co-worker Mm. on how these things that we worked on were dangerous, like extremely dangerous. And You had a very physical job. So for, yeah. for anyone that doesn't know what Doug used to do, he worked off engineer blueprints and built things in this uh, factory facility. And it was very hands-on and it was very big, heavy yes. stuff that you worked on. Correct. Not to interrupt you. No, continue. you're fine. Uh, and... I had this conversation with a coworker, and then it led to, it took five grown men to torque down a pipe, and I thought, well, you know what, I'm going to call the head engineer of this department out, and I'm going to give him all kinds of hell, because it wasn't right, it wasn't safe, mm-hmm. and from that point, I started giving him more grief over this particular style. At least speaking your truth and speaking your Correct. mind on the situation. In which I, I've always tried to speak my mind, but it was more of, I'm mad over this. Mm -hmm. And I gave him all kinds of grief over it, and he pretty much brushed it off and said, well, we'll look into doing some safety things for you all, which I'm not a robot. Nobody's a robot. Mm -hmm. You are a human. Mm -hmm. And safety should come first, whether it be any facet of a job. 100%. And it really rubbed me wrong after he walked off. And me and my coworkers started working on this uh, apparatus. And I fell about seven and a half, eight foot to the concrete. Yeah. Fell from a platform because you had this thing that they're working on is huge. And you were up on a platform. And I'll never forget getting the call. <laughs> You were like, I'm on my way to the hospital. I think I'm okay. I don't know if I'm okay. I I hurt. And I'm just like, what? Oh, my God. What? Like, tell me what's going on. But you had fallen seven to eight feet onto just pure concrete. There's no padding, nothing. And you could have killed yourself, essentially, in, in doing so. And... We'll leave all the details out, but after that transpired, talk about what happened. Like you, you were forced. Like I, this is why I say, spirit and universe. I feel literally sat you on your ass. Correct. Because you you had injuries from this, um, back injuries, and um, you could not move for a little bit, and then you had to go through physical therapy and and all the things. And um, still have problems to this day. But then COVID hit and um, they you weren't allowed to go back to work. And then it went from there. Yeah. Uh, it went from me being really uh, kind of down and out, not 
just of it, the physical, yeah, but like not feeling worthy. Ooh, so that's huge because I think so many of us put our worth into our job. Correct. Like if we're not working and we're not doing something and being productive and providing, mm -hmm. that we're not worthy. Correct. And that's it, huge, Doug, that you're able to acknowledge that. Like I felt yeah. that I wasn't, I felt very unworthy uh, in the sense of not being able to really provide mm -hmm. for you or I. Uh, like I'd had for years upon years. Yeah. And it kind of, it put me in a dark place because I I didn't know where it was going to lead with my injury. Uh, for me, in the long run, being able to go back to that physical activity of... And did you even want to at that point? Like, it made you think about, like, do, is this what I even want to do? Do it, I even want to work for a company that's treating me this way? Because they were not very nice to you. Correct. Um, after the injury, they um, didn't really care. You no. were a liability at that point to them. Yeah, and, and I was a number. Correct. A systematic system, mm -hmm. you know, that, well, you know, if he don't come back... He's replaceable. You know, yeah, he's yeah. a number. Let's get the next Joe Blow right. in here, train him, get him, you know, so under the wing. how do you feel like you awakened after that? Well, it took a while. Uh, it mm -hmm. took me, Thanks for being honest about that. It took me that. a while because, you know, for years upon years, I wanted to get into barbering. I wanted it. Right. I, so you had had this dream, like this vision of yourself wanting to do this, even in your younger days, but you just never did it because you started working for this place and you just built a career there instead. Correct. Instead of actually like following your heart and like, what do I really want to do? And always like having the excuse of, well, no, I ain't got time to go to school and mm -hmm. become a barber. Or I, I don't have this or I need this or this or this. Yeah. Kind of like negating everything that I wanted to do. Mm. Instead of just doing it and saying, you know, the hell with, yeah. you know, this job, just do it. And I didn't. And I, for me, it took, it took months and it took your help to realize, you know, this is not the path for you. You know, the universe, the divine has, has put you down to bring you back up to where you could see that you are worthy of doing what something that you want to do that Ooh. brings you happiness. Ooh, that's big. Uh, because I didn't feel that in the beginning. I felt kind of worthless, kind of just really stagnant within yeah. myself. Yeah. Like I felt not bad for myself, mm -hmm. but I felt bad of myself. Mm -hmm. And it, took months and and your help to foresee like hey something better is coming something bigger yeah. something that's going to bring you some kind of passion and and yeah. joy in your life i remember saying like doug this has happened for a reason i know you don't know what it is now and i know you don't see it now but this has happened for your benefit and i think that's a huge lesson here is how we perceive like these major life transitional things that happen. We can either see it as a lesson learned or 
as a wonderful thing that has happened to us, even though it doesn't feel that way at the time, mm-hmm. or we can sit and wall, like just waller in our sadness and our grief and our frustration. Correct. And yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that is part of it. Like you got to go through and process all those emotions, but you came out on the other side. And, and I also too, Doug, I look back and I feel like, because when COVID hit and everyone was staying at home, that's when our mother's crystals really blew up. That is, that is correct. And there's no way I could have ever done the whole running of the business behind the scenes without you. I needed you here, and I still need you here. Yeah. But I feel like the universe like completely conspired to make all of that happen, like put it all into place so this business could flourish to support us during your time. Correct. And And it gave you a purpose, too, at that point. Yeah, it gave me the purpose of, okay, I, at that time, I still felt kind of worthless. I understand. You know, I felt like, especially, I guess, say, coming from a man, because a man is always... Well, and that's why I have ...wanted to be the, like, I'm not saying I wanted to be the breadwinner, I wanted to, but I wanted to be... The soul. Because he not. Because listen, if Mama right here made five hundred thousand dollars a year, he would not. He wouldn't care. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I like, do. I, I do. Always, it's. I. I think it's like almost something within a men. Well, the masculine that we want to provide. Provide. I and that's why I have you on here. You're giving a masculine view on things, especially within a relationship and spirituality. I think it is ingrained in men to provide you need to you know you need to be the breadwinner you Mm -hmm. need to provide for the family you need to be a stable consistent thing in the relationship and and you were feeling that and yeah i i was feeling it and like you're famous saying feel it to heal it but i wasn't healing it i was letting it Mm. bring me down and oh that's thank you for being so honest you know i i got not in a super dark place, but I got in a dark place where I was not happy with myself. And don't you think that all of this was also done so you could take a deeper dive and look at yourself? Yeah, and it, it opened it gave the you the time to do for it for more spiritual meanings, uh, mm. for meditation, mm. for prayer. And yeah. you know, Dana can vouch for me. I say daily prayers, no matter if it's hot, cold. Whatever the weather it is, I'm outside almost every morning for 30 minutes to 45 minutes just saying a prayer to, you know, and giving my thanks to the divine gods, the goddesses, my mother, my past loved ones. And you started doing this when you had the time to do so and... And it got deeper. It was like a deeper practice for you. So as far as like your awakening after this accident, did it go deeper yeah, it went deeper. I started, you know, working on myself more, yeah. starting to love myself because I don't think that I truly had loved myself because I felt just like, like I said, a number in a systematic system. Yeah, the money was great. Yeah, the benefits were great. I was providing. I was doing this, 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 And that's this. what we're trained to want and to, like, what we exactly. think we need. Yeah. Like to be a sheep, uh, you yeah. know, to follow in line. Yeah. This is what you need. This is what you do. You go to work. You you bust your tail. You know, you do this every day, this and this and this, just to be unhappy. Mm. 
not only unhappy within that occupation, but with truly unhappy within yourself. So for the masculine that may be listening to this, what did you do during that time that you had while you were physically healing, Mm -hmm. but you also went through a deep emotional and soulful type of healing? What did you do to, to do that? Meditated. Mm-hmm. I got you. Do you? Did and I get you, you into meditation? Dana got me yeah. into meditation. Yeah. Uh, breath work. Mm. Yeah. Breath work was really big, yeah. uh, and did not blame myself for things. Not to blame myself for what had happened because I didn't do it to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to be unhappy with myself. To stop belittling myself of thinking. Well, you know. You're not providing. You're not doing this. Yeah, you're helping on the backside of yeah, the Yeah, your worth is not, like, your worth is not based on what you're doing for for the, the family. Correct. Essentially, your happiness and your worth is all what you believe about yourself. Correct. Mm-hmm. And instead of me feeling like... You got to start with you before you can do anything. Yes. And, and, I, yeah. and I didn't do that until... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting hurt and trying to work on myself, trying to, you know, be better for myself to where I can be better for you and others, mm-hmm. you know, not to be. And and now you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. And it's led me to something that I'm real passionate about. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy cutting hair. I enjoy it. I love and, it. I, and you do. And I see that in you. And I'm so happy and proud of you. And it. Doug will message me during the day while he's still at school. Look at this cut I did. And it just like you, he is so excited about it. It just blesses my heart. Because I've not had that. I know. You know, I've not had that in my life. I can honestly say I never had. Mm. Honestly, because I mean, before working at my last job, I mean, I worked, you know, jobs and I was always, you know, there and put years in mm-hmm. but I was never truly happy and your mother had also doing. passed and that was such a major loss in your life it, that... was, a, it was a very pivotal point in yeah. my life you know I was 22 years old and it really that set me on my ass it truly did it set me down and I mean, my mother was my the first funeral I'd ever recalled being at. Yeah, it's terrible. Other than, you know, when I was younger and went to grandparents, but I was very young. Yeah. My, mo- my mother was the one that, you know, really took it out of me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's like you never <clears throat> fully recovered from that for a very long time. And it's like you just went down the spiral of... This is just life. I'm going to be unhappy. I'm just, I'm working just to survive. And mm-hmm. this is all, all there is, right? Correct. And you finally got out of that. And you are now proof positive that even you're 40, um, you can go back to school and do what you want. You can make your dreams come true. You can be happy. Absolutely. And I want to transition to into um, talking about us as a relationship, like as male, female, mm-hmm. masculine, feminine, being in a relationship, but also being spiritual. Um, cause I do think that's important. And I just have a question here that I personally want to ask you. So how can a partner that is spiritual, maybe labeled as witchy? Um, so okay. speaking of like me here, right. Mm-hmm. How can I support a partner like you that may not be that way? 
And I'm not saying you're not spiritual or anything because you are. But when I'm doing rituals and I'm doing spells and I'm uh, putting up crystal grids and I'm I'm doing these things around the house and you don't do them, mm-hmm. how can I be more supportive of my partner that's <clears throat> part of this relationship that may just not understand it or may not even be open to it? Well, from my point of view, from yes. Doug... Yes. Uh, it took me a while to be able to accept that. Really? Yeah, it took me, like, yeah. I, I what? Like the crystals. It took me a while to accept it for myself. Okay, this, okay, I see what for you're myself. saying. For myself. Okay. Not okay. from you. I was going to say, I didn't get that from you at all. For, for myself, like, it took me a while to understand that, you know, Deep. we can all, there's something deeper than a book that you open and read. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something deeper there. I mean, there's reasons why like meditations and crystals and things of that such has been around since the dawn of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Holistic healing, you know, things of that such. And it took me a while to find it within myself to be accepting of that. Mm. Like I accepted it for you. I accepted it and I was happy that you had found something that brought you Joy yeah, and, and I, fulfillment and healing. And I think it's important to touch on that because I was not like this really deep spiritual, um, people would call it hippy-dippy or witchy when we met. Correct. This all transpired after you and I met and got mm-hmm. together. So you watched my spiritual awakenings happen as well and me get really <clears throat> you know deeper into these practices. And I, I do want to give credit where credit is due, that you were always 100% so supportive of me. Like, you never questioned it. You, like, you never, like, he never even looked at me weird, really, I don't think. Like, you were just always like, oh, okay, you know. Because, like, the way I see it, like, who am I to say what's right and wrong for you? Right. And that would be like you saying, well, you going outside and spending that much time time outside in the morning saying your prayers your mantras whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. i don't believe in that Mm -hmm. i don't like it that's wrong who am i to say that's wrong Mm -hmm. who am i to say oh dana i don't you know what you're doing it's wrong who am i to say yeah you never judged me for it and you know i find that like part of the problem within society people are so quick to judge what may be healing them that person over there, maybe it's something that you can, you know, utilize in your daily practice or whatever mm-hmm. to bring you happiness and joy yeah. and not to ridicule someone for what they believe in or what they're doing. And not to just like write it off immediately. Like, oh my God, no, I would never do that. I would never, you know, yeah. sit for medit- and meditate for 30 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are still like that. But and to each their own. Of course. Of course. I, I don't send judgment on anyone for whatever they decide to do. And you, you don't either. But if, okay, say, like, I had, you know, all these practices, the spirituality, <clears throat> all these things going on. And I know a lot of our crystal family members and spiritual family members do too, but they're, they're, they're mate. Their partner is not on board with it. Okay. Yeah. Or they just haven't, they themselves have not accepted it within themselves. Like you referred to, how can I be supportive of that 
for you? For me, it, it, for me, it was you never pushed it on me. Okay. You never pushed, hey, you need that, to do this. Hey. I think that's so huge, just like to not force it on anyone else. Correct. That yeah. would be like me forcing you to say, oh, well, Dana, I, you got to like this pair of shoes or <laughs> you've got to like this about me. You have to. Yeah. Um, I find it like to where don't push something upon someone. Let you can suggest, make suggestions yeah. like, hey, you know, meditation is great just to, even if it's for peace so and or quiet. Like if they see you struggling and something, like, hey, maybe just, why don't you just sit down and try to meditate and let's just see how it, it feels for you. It's not going to hurt you. You know, it's. Absolutely. It, if anything, it's going to benefit you. And if you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. It's merely just throwing out a suggestion, but not forcing it. Also, I think it's important to like, when I'm vibrating higher, naturally, it's going to ripple yeah, it's the onto ripple you. And I, I feel like you lead by example, right? So like, if you see me doing things and I'm like really benefiting from it. And, and you're I, happy and you yeah. seem joyful and just... And it, it rubs off, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Exactly. Because yeah. if we were constantly going at it with each other or just negative, like, energy, like, yeah. you know, it's going to, what I give to you, you're going to pick it up and you're going to give it right back. It and totally. it's going to It's going to be this little cyclone within our relationship, our home, our dwelling, whatever it may totally. be. That is, it's... That's what it thrives. Negative is going to thrive on negative. Positive will thrive on positive. Yeah. So I think like just to sum it up, I, I believe the same way you do. I just wanted to hear, you know, from your point of view is that do your thing. And the more that you do it and lead by example and don't force it on someone, the more you could potentially rub off on and, your And then they'll start asking questions. Yeah. And do it genuinely. You know, do yeah. it for, of course, do it for yourself. I always start with you. But, you know, I, what I always say, love is the answer to all things positive. And it truly is. And if you love yourself, obviously you can love someone else. But if you love yourself and you're able to actually show love, compassion, respect, you know, for yourself, you, you're going to give that to others. Mm -hmm. I agree. And that's that ripple effect. If if we're constantly throwing back negative energy to each other, you're going to... It's just going to be that. Hey fam, Doug had so much to share. We split this interview into a two-part series. Join us next week for part two, the conclusion of this intimate look into our lives and Doug's spirituality. Until then, catch us on all of our socials or visit our website. And remember, you are the power and you are the magic. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Crystalline Network. We hope you learned something today. Please like and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already and follow us on socials like Instagram and Facebook and reach out with any comments or suggestions you have for future shows. Don't forget to head on over to our shop at OurMother'sCrystals.com for all the unique and quality products you want.